What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Lee Van Dusen, back for another episode. Here to talk about some AMC and GameStop squeeze explanations and everything explained here. I have a guest with me today, a professional psychology, an avid investor and crypto enthusiast, and also an Army vet. My boy, Jersey Prophet. What's up, buddy? Are you there? Hey, man. Pretty good. Congratulations on uh, the new show. Ah, thank you so much, man. Appreciate it. So we're uh, we're just trying to uh, start this out, basically. Uh, like I said, I don't want to go kindergarten level with this. I want to kind of explain to uh, the listeners uh, what's going on with the AMC and GameStop and also Loop Ring situation, uh, how this came to be and where we see ourselves going. And just wanted to talk a little bit about that so we can get our listeners an understanding of, you know, what we're actually doing and what the movement is actually about. Ooh, that's a lot. Uh, you know, just, just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Just that little tiny thing there. <laughs> well, yeah, well, it, like like you had said, uh, you know, earlier that you didn't want to go to kindergarten. You don't want to right. rehash all of the details. No, not at all. Um, so I get, uh, you know, the 10 second sound bite in the in the chance that no you know somebody doesn't know what we're talking about a, a very long running very uh complicated standoff between private individual people they call us retail but everyday people versus wall street versus goliath it's the little guy versus wall street and uh check the scoreboard we're winning uh, right. right so uh, and we're up against the entire world, it feels like, you know, because it's it's disgusting. You know, over the past year, we've had a year to learn how Wall Street is completely in bed with um, the Department of Treasury, with the DTCC, with politicians, with the media, that their tentacles are in so many things. And I know that just sounds like typical, like, tinfoil hat kind of stuff and it's like yeah i know i get why you would think that if you're on the outside but like we can show you in plain english black and white how wall street is paying out like okay let's take my favorite example the person who is in charge of the united states treasury has been paid four times her public servant salary a fresh a, a smooth little 200k a year i might add uh, she's been paid out $800,000 in previous speaking fees by Citadel, by the very Wall Street entities that she should be very removed from. I mean, you know what? I don't even have to convince everybody. They did it right in front of your damn face. Um, I mean, we saw politicians sell off their stock right before they announced the the lockdown in March. Nobody went to jail for that. Um, we watched the chairman of the Federal Reserve sell his stock at the peak of the biggest bull cycle of my lifetime and then suddenly go, yeah, I'm concerned about my ethics, so I have to sell <laughs> at the peak right before I start uh, – raising interest rates and crashing the market. Like, oh, right. my God. I bet you are concerned. <laughs> Dude. And you're going to sit there and say that private people, because, see, we need to get away from the word retail. I think they slipped in the word retail to dehumanize us. 
But don't forget, retail means everyday working class people. All right. So but for simplicity's sake, I'll say retail in this conversation, but don't forget what retail really means. But they want to say that retail is manipulating the market. Why? Because we believe in GameStop. At, at the end, at the end of the day, you know, if we say, "Oh, we're just retail," it's not just retail. If you think about it, just like you said, we are the bulk <laughs> of uh, of America, and we are the bulk of the stock market over this whole deal. Now, this isn't just you know, uh, big companies trading and, and making all this money anymore. This is everyday people that are working class people like you and I. That this is what I want to inform all of us of, you know, move. Moving forward, because excuse this is going to be a excuse whole new. Me, sir. Yeah. Excuse me, no, you are the poor, and get the fuck out of my stock market. <laughs> you should not be in here. You, you dirty little motherfuckers. Who invited you? This wasn't a party for you. Contribute to your four hundred one k, so we can butt fuck it and manipulate ETFs all day long. Right? <laughs> you will get a handsome ten percent. Uh, uh, maybe <laughs> over the next 10 years, if we don't just absolutely implode the dollar in the meantime, exactly. No, that's what it is. You're, they've you been know, telling us that our whole lives, court. though. That's exactly yeah. what they've been saying our whole lives, just in different terminology. <laughs> People are so happy. They're so happy that um, to get their their crumbs, and it's like. No, man. No, you can have the pie. Everybody can have the pie and everybody can eat. Um, that's what this is all about. That's what this movement is so fucking beautiful. And uh, I'm an army vet. You mentioned that at the beginning. And, uh, dude, the last time I felt this unified with people, regardless of who they were, was in the army. This is what it feels like to be a veteran. Because – um, because people are like, you know, I have their back. We've been through so much together. I mean, there's no we, you know, we're individual investors, but there's a community around being individual investors. And this is like that. This is like that prostitute thing where it's like I wasn't paying her for sex. I was paying her for her time. <laughs> so yeah, for we're her not, company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. We are not a. Uh, there's no we, but there is a community around our mutual passion for the stock. So, right, uh, and I think that we can also say a we because we are yeah. Just be careful. Investors. No, because well, we lawyers, are retail like, investors. You know, right. we're not talking collusion. We're not talking anything else. You know, when nope. the market makers are yeah, out there making big moves, they're they saying we. <laughs> yeah. You know that on the on the subreddit, I've seen it many times. They've baited us into that. What was that ape fest in Vegas? What the fuck was that? Where did that come from? Because that got shut down real quick. And we were being invited all of a sudden to the same hotel where the Vegas shooting happened. Right. Like, was that a threat? Oh, that's terrible. You know I didn't even know that. I didn't even know oh, yeah. that that's where they were. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And like nobody knows where that came from. That just popped up all of a sudden. Hmm. And it went away just as quick. There's been a few things like that where, I mean, think about it. It's kind of a, a simple strategy if you think on their side. They're, they're trying to find a way to wiggle out of this. So of what's an easy way to do it? 
set up a, an ape fest. Everybody goes out there, act stupid, which is what they thought we were going to do because they think we're stupid. They think we're going to go out there, get drunk, act a fool. If GameStop shows up, bananas may or may not be shoved up people's asses. I don't know. <laughs> They're weird about that. But, I know uh, you're so, looking but forward to they, that. But... <laughs> yeah, they take a bunch of pictures, right? And now their lawyers have an argument that we're colluding and right. that, you know, blah, 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 blah. So that's always been a tactic to avoid. But apes have been incredibly nimble this entire year. We've seen that shit coming. You know why? Dicks, you're in our world now. The stock market may be their world, but the internet is our world we're millennials and younger a lot of most of us we invented social media dude mark zuckerberg is uh, is is first of all an alien but he's a he's a millennial alien and uh you can't you can't like you can't troll us you can't like we've been <laughs> rickrolling people for two decades so it just it isn't effective so that's why it's been so that's why we've been able to to keep swinging back at Goliath because they can't manipulate us as easily as they could the boomer generation with Jim Cramer on CNN or CNBC, whatever. Um, they were easier to manipulate, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got the, you know, we've got all the all the resources of the entire world at our fingertips rather than, you know, just hearsay of this or that. That's yeah. just what it is. So it's a whole different, whole different world of trading that we're, we're coming into. And, you know, that's why I get excited about it. I get excited about retail investors, you know, coming into this and just everyday people being able to control, you know, different aspects of the stock market that we've never been able to. And that's, you know, that goes for crypto. It's like, you know, when you, when you look at crypto it's like, this is brand new to everyone, but we're the ones that are sitting here figuring all this stuff out and, we and invented it all together. Crypto. We yeah. invented crypto. Exactly. And, <laughs> as, to get away from well, these major corporations. Yeah, well, I'm not saying that we directly programmed the, the coin. We adopted it and we accelerated it. As in, and when I'm saying we, I'm saying the internet generations. Right. All of us. And that can, that includes Gen X. I mean, you know, so I'm just saying that we are the Internet generation. We gave birth to crypto and it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And it's what's going to it's it's why I still believe in a future for my children is because of crypto. It's my only hope. It's like Obi-Wan. Help me, Obi-Wan. You're my only hope. Like crypto is my only hope. Right. And uh, and look at what they've already done to it. Wall Street got its filthy shit covered fingers into it and you know they're creating uh bitcoin etfs and um and they're manipulating it and tether is a cancer in the crypto universe and tether is another another moas catalyst too that's a trigger um not one that i count on because i don't know tether just seems to keep allowing to exist like they just allow it but uh, do you know do you know the deal with tether I don't. Let's explain Tether a little bit to the viewers. All right. All right. Um, so Tether was, I mean, a brilliant idea um, in that it was tethered to the dollar. So you could 
easily move liquidity around cash, could easily move cash around without having to constantly deposit onto an exchange. Um, if you sold a crypto, you know, convert it over into Tether and move it around and then convert X amount of Tether into the next crypto. It was just a way to maintain cash. Okay. Um, yeah. Always at the ready, right? Um, and an easy way to send money. Um, you know, if I want to send you the equivalent of, let's say, $20 worth of Ethereum, and for whatever reason, you, you're not holding Ethereum, you don't have a wallet, or the gas fees are too high, whatever, whatever. Um, you know, I'll just roll it into a tether and send it to you. It's guaranteed to be the amount that it's supposed to be because it doesn't go up or down. It just, it, one tether is $1. It just ties its tether to it. So right. it stays the same. So it's it's a way to like lock in. Okay, I owe you three hundred. Here's three hundred in tether. Do what you want with it. Convert it back into fiat, or turn it into another crypto, whatever. So better than me sending you three hundred Dogecoin and the price fluctuates, you know. So anyway, but the problem is, is that when tether came out, it was supposed to be backed by Bitcoin and some other, you know, real blue chippy sort of. Uh, stores of value, maybe gold. I don't remember what the breakdown was, but it was it was backed by something of value, right? Right, and then over time, that got a lot more dubious. <laughs> like <laughs> over time, their self-reporting like turned into uh, half of it. Half of it's backed up by Bitcoin or gold. The other half is, uh, you know, some. Some valuable assets in Chinese real estate. That sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like Evergrande. <laughs> yeah. So and then and then by by now they refuse to acknowledge they refuse to publicly declare like where they could be held legally accountable what's backing up Tether. And people are starting to look at each other like, uh, so nothing? You're just creating money like counterfeiting because right. like they just minted one trillion new tether coins that's one trillion dollars you can convert that into fiat because everybody assumes that one tether is worth one dollar so it's like yeah i'll take your tether here's a dollar in exchange because i know i can get a dollar for this tether but what if it ain't worth shit what if it's an iou for nothing and it's being used to buy other cryptos. Mm. That's just counterfeiting legally. Well, it's not because if there's nothing backing up Tether, then it then there's that's straight up fraud. Because right. even like even what they have released has said that there's supposed to be something backing it. But okay, let's say there is something backing it, but let's say it's fucking bonds in Evergrande. <laughs> the one that just went that just declared default like for the eighth time this week <laughs> like, uh, shit's getting real dicey over there <laughs> bro every time i see that here. news article every time i see evergrand declares default that scene from princess bride plays in my head you keep using that word i don't think it means what you like <laughs> how many times can they default right? you know <laughs> I guess we'll find out. <laughs> I yeah. mean, that, that's, you know, what we were, we were talking about earlier today was like, you know, 
uh, once this falls and it's headed this way, you know, to trigger the squeeze, you know, our market has to crash. I mean, there's several other ways, but you know, our market can crash just over this. If you forget AMC and, and GameStop, there's a whole bunch of other different things that are going on with, you know, with China and all these EFTs and everything is backing it up. So it's a scary place to be, <laughs> but not in AMC and GameStop for me. Anyway, I'm not, I'm not scared to be in these, you know, the, the other markets. <laughs> I don't even want to know what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of tuned out there. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was thinking about, I was, uh, well, I was thinking about Evergrande. Mine just, you know, weed and attention deficit disorder don't always go together that well. <laughs> he said, hey, man, what were we talking about so, again? <laughs> so I just want to go on the record officially and say yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking about Evergrande and I was thinking about it's just a giant game of musical chairs. Everyone knows that the music has stopped, but nobody wants like everyone knows there's no chairs for fucking anybody. And so the music stopped and now everybody's still just walking in a circle and like humming the music and just pretending like they don't know it stopped. Like right. <laughs> that's what it's like. <laughs> I, didn't hear, I didn't hear nothing. So yeah, so so that's basically what I was saying when you spaced out was is you know China's having problems over there, which is going to come over here, which could possibly trigger you know our squeeze here. When that's going to happen, we don't know. But uh, for me, AMC and GameStop is a safe place to be when that happens. Yeah, it's. uh, I mean, that's the two number one catalyst the two number one i oh, by the way for anybody listening that may be in ape or whatever um i'm from january i was there when amc stock was created um i'm one of the earliest members um been gamestop amc loopring sundial uh but of course you know my my main play is gamestop and amc closely behind it um so and you know fully drs you know uh just everything you know, hardcore ape to the bone. Uh, Same here. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was, I was, I, I got you in on AMC, uh, which was my thank you. Lee and I have been friends for like, like I don't know, twenty five years, something like that. Grew up. God, next we're old. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, Lee's dick don't work. It's crazy. It's like you just get old. <laughs> no, we we've been best friends our whole life. And uh, he got me into Bitcoin back in like 2015, 2016, something like that. So it's it, it felt it felt cool to bring you into the AMC thing, and then of course you kind of just ran with it. Now everybody everybody's grown now. Everybody knows what the deal is, which is a good feeling. Anyway, you and your tangents. Uh, <laughs> um, no, nah, fuck, man. It's a good point. It's a good point. I really wanted to make. Um, he got caught up thinking about my penis. Oh no, the two main <laughs> catalysts, the two main catalysts for the squeeze. Um, so I've been in this the whole time, just like everybody else, and 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 I've had the year to really analyze the situation. You know, 
And just like everybody else, it's my speculative opinion. You know, I'm a trader, you're a trader. Everybody's, you know, got their, got their theories. Um, I see two distinct catalysts. Uh, both are equally likely. I think both are equally uh, powerful. First, I'm going to go with GameStop's NFT. I say that's number one catalyst. That that in my book is is the trigger for the MOAS. Um, it's not going to happen instantaneously, and it's going to drag the others with it. That's why I like it so much uh, because right. it's devastating. It's effective. Right. So GameStop, if but see, that's the thing. It's 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 not a good idea to pin your your hopes on one particular catalyst. Diversify your catalysts (laughs) because. All right. So there's my number one. If GameStop announces through because we don't know who that mysterious member of Pleaser Dow is. They have dropped so many hints about Wu-Tang Clan. I mean, for God's sakes, the the freaking um loop ring update software it was signed by w tang like you know what i mean <laughs> the the hints are so obvious uh that it's very hard to just let go of that but i'm just saying hey it's speculation till you know it's not okay i know because right. it's too it's a it's a fucking unicorn it's the ultimate sort of a thousand truths <laughs> so <laughs> GameStop releases a crypto dividend. That's the number one. Second to that is a market crash, which everybody's been predicting is long overdue. Everyone knows it's long overdue, but because it is such a loss to Wall Street, it is such a devastating blow. They are weekend at Bernie's with themselves right now, and they are trying their hardest to prevent that event. Um, but I do think that China and contagion from China's real estate market, because it's not just Evergrande, is about to hit. Not to mention tomorrow inflation numbers come out for the month of November. And if it's 6.9 again or higher, or even five, this is absurd uh like i was reading a report that we haven't seen inflation like this since like the 1970s so which which we know it's going to be higher i mean just based off of unless they lie well shit you go out and buy a piece of chicken tell me how much (laughs) we know that this shit's going on right now you know what i it's i yeah yeah i mean metaphorically speaking but like what i've noticed and i've been paying attention like i don't just it's it's my style as a trader. I'm a, I'm an event trader. Uh, I'm a, um, a play trader. I'm looking for anomalies. All right. Um, and so I pay attention to a lot of voices, not necessarily for exactly what they're saying, but for like a gestalt of, you know, let me, yo, let me, let me drop two in one sentence of the zeitgeist. <laughs> no, no, man, I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to get a, I'm trying to get a temperature for what people are thinking. So like, it's dumb, but like I, I subscribe to subreddits for other states that I don't even live in because now I'm hearing, let's say from Virginians about Virginia, 
like things that aren't going to hit the news or if they do, if they're not manipulated, like I want to hear, oh, my God, uh, I've been stuck in traffic for four days because they've been doing all this construction on Route 80. Yeah, something about a giant hotel is going in there. Like I get info that way. And so for for events, thank you for events. uh, I subscribe to a lot of things, but one of them is. And some of them are extreme, you know, you got to take it all with a grain of salt, but like, um, the subreddit collapse, um, I subscribe to the COVID-19 one, um, to a lot of, um, like nursing groups. Um, like I knew about strikes before they happened because I just paid attention, you know, and it's not just Reddit. You can get it other places, start following hashtags, start following Twitter, you know, um, so I've been paying attention to the pricing of things and what it seems like. And I started really tracking this stuff like, I don't know, six months ago. I started like keeping a, a log of my grocery orders for a variety of items. Um, I didn't identify one particular item, milk or anything, but more so because I really wanted it to be a larger sample. So I, because I really want to know across the board if, because if there is inflation, it should be across the board. It should not just be chicken. Chicken should not be $800, but yet I can still pick up a gallon of milk for $2. Right. That makes sense. So, yeah. It should be all yeah. across the board. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm looking at everything and it has been a, a freaking like ramp. It has been a, a, a steady incline across the board on everything. So what do you think is going to happen when these numbers come out tomorrow? Either they're truthful and the Fed will have to raise interest rates. They have to. Or else it's like the, the like you can't call it transitory anymore because that's the whole deal, dude. So the Fed is pumping endless free money into banks and to Wall Street. And the deal was – to survive the pandemic, you keep stocks up because they were thinking we're going into lockdown. Nobody's going to be shopping. Nobody's going to be able to shop. Nobody's going to be supporting these businesses. And and it would just be a domino effect that would implode our economy. So the Fed said, here's a money printer directly into Wall Street and banks hands. And they were like, we trust you to do the right thing and keep America going. And we're not going to pay attention to whatever you do with the money. Fuck me. Just make it so. And of right. course, Wall Street did what Wall Street did. They, they just went to fucking town. And any business that they thought was going to struggle, they're like, we ain't helping you. As a matter of fact, we're going to shove your head into the fucking mud. And they, and they just shorted companies down. And, um, you know, and then we got our hand in there. So... That's um, mm. <laughs> that's that's a good recap. That's a good recap. So I mean, <laughs> yeah. So short interest, you know, goes up, and they've got to pay X amount of dollars. And now we're talking about you know uh, other people trying to bail them out, but we're also thinking that the banks are in trouble with this as well. well so listen. this is like a massive deal. People have to get around the words bailout. They are absolutely going to be bailed out. They've been bailed out this whole time. Look, you like most American people, right? Got a stimulus check. 
That's basically what they get, but every day and all the time and in ungodly amounts. They get stimulus checks. You can think of it in the same way because it's coming from the same source. Uh, And so it's not even their money that they were gambling. It was other it was other people's money that invest in them. But it's also it was free government money. So everything's a party. That's why stock prices are through the friggin roof, because they're like. They basically just created pump and dumps for themselves. And oh um, yeah, let's let, let's talk about um, how uh, Citadel was locking their clientele in, <laughs> just like two thousand and eight. Well, hold uh, up, hold up. Before we get to that, before sure. we get to that, I just realized there's a scene in The Wolf of Wall Street, and I want you to remember it. All right, I know you've seen that movie a few times. Oh yeah. And do you remember when the Wall Street Journal or somebody did a smear campaign on him? And the next day, he's thinking he's out of business. The next day, he had like 40 traders showing up trying to work for him. Yep. Right. That tells you what Wall Street's like. There are no good guys. They don't give a shit about like uh, private retail gambles with our money, but we won't gamble with the law. We won't do illegal things. They will gamble with the law but they won't risk their money. It's the exact opposite. They're willing to play it risky with the law. We don't give a shit if we lose our money. Take it to a dollar, dude. We don't care. We will never fold because we've been poor our whole lives. Like it doesn't matter to us. It's true. The money (laughs) I have invested in GameStop and AMC in my eyes is just gone. It's just not my money anymore. And um, that's exactly how how I've been looking at it. (laughs) It's there. I see it grow. I see it shrink. I see it grow. It doesn't matter. None of it matters to me. I'm desensitized to it. I I saw I saw more money in my portfolio than I've ever seen in my life. I've never in my life. And I mean, by like, like exponentially more than I've ever seen in my life. And I just I barely flinched. I took a screenshot of it as my record high, but, um, and then I've also seen it drop and plummet down, uh, by 40% and then recover back to it's, it's been, I'm numb to it. And that's how you have to be, you know, you and have I'm to so be that way of, because it's been a long ass year. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I'm so sick. Well, that's, that's just how confident we are in our, in our thesis, in our position. Yeah. Um, and, um, it's, uh, I lost my train of thought. I don't remember what I was going to say. Um, but the bottom line is um, it's desensitized us to this in the coolest way because, oh, that's what I want to say. I'm so sick and tired of all my life. The propaganda is several, um, several fold. First, you're conditioned to think that you have to work for someone else. That you have to go to college, get a job, work for these people, um, you know, take out a loan. And that's not true. Entrepreneurial skills are not taught in school. Investing knowledge is not imparted in school. Okay. Um, But then the other thing is this whole risk. You know, they love to do that. Oh, that's risky. Oh, don't get involved in crypto because it's risky. Yeah. Fuck you. I like risk. Like, yeah, that's how you make money. Like people need to get over risk because you can educate yourself and you can mitigate risk with knowledge. And it's, you know, nobody, nobody's, 
stopping anybody from walking into i live in new jersey like i can go to atlantic city right now nobody's trying to stop anybody from walking into bally's and saying ho 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 there's a lot of risk here pal Nobody's saying <laughs> it's their money let them do what they want they're grown adults if i want to invest in risk that's my that's that's my prerogative but all our life we're told oh play it safe trickle into a 401k and when you're 65 you'll be able to retire first of all fuck you no i won't my mother's 67 years old and she's still punching a clock all right it's um, true. second is maybe i don't want to start living my life at 65 maybe you don't get to tell me what part of my life is valuable i have I have daughters, you know, one of them is two years old. Do you know how fucking magical that year is? Two years old. I would, I would rather have been taught in school, which was compulsory or how about college, which I paid top dollar for. Don't get me started on that. Why wasn't I, I was mandated into taking English literature. Why wasn't I mandated into taking investing and financial literacy? It's not taught. No, as a matter of fact, I was offered credit cards when I was 18 years old and I was uh, I had to join the military to pay for college instead of taking out debt that I would never dig myself out from. It's so, because they don't, they don't want us to dig ourselves out from it in the first place. Of course they don't not. want us to get that leg up. They don't want not. us to know about this investing. And they don't want That's us right. to, to be the one percent. That's just how it is. That's right. They don't want us to do that. If they did and they actually cared, then this kid would be taught. It's that simple. Yep. 100%. And, and that's why this is such a great movement. And they have us busy fighting each other over nonsensical shit. What it's, it's, exactly, it's exactly what's taught. It's exactly what's taught is, hey, here's history. Here's, you know, the black slaves and, and all these different things that we've done to each other in the past. This is what's taught to us. Yeah, so going. then we have conflict with each other growing up together. So what sense yeah. does that actually make? How about you teach me how to make it as a human being in yeah. a mandated school? <laughs> well, listen, listen, the two times I was in a, 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 a different type of, structure when i was in the military we all had a mission we all had a function and a, and a and a thing to do and there was literally every and i was in a co-ed unit and barracks um and we had people of all shapes sizes colors all that bullshit and it was i mean like family it, nobody gave a shit because we just we had something to do same thing now look at apes nobody cares nobody cares if you're a republican if you're a democrat all this shit like we let that go a long time ago and realized it was it was the it's just the the, the slab of meat they're throwing between starving dogs it's like right. their instincts just take over you know there's right. there's uh you know i'm a psychology professor and i i teach in my psych 101 class uh, I mean, I wouldn't call it an experiment, an, an observation, and I don't remember the details, so I wish I could give credit. But the idea was that you could take these red ants and these black ants, which um, ordinarily completely ignore one another. They're, they have no animosity. You put them into a plastic water bottle. Again, no animosity, a little bit of confusion. They're feeling around in the bottle. Put the lid on and shake the bottle and scare the shit out of the ants and hurt them. And they will rip each other apart because the red ants blame the black ants and the black ants blame the red ants or whatever their ant psychology is. They're attacking right. one another out of fear and and self-preservation. 
right? So you keep us um, constantly fighting one another. You've given us a reason. We're miserable because we're poor. Because, and I don't give a shit if you're a lawyer, right? Listen, I've been to grad school. I have a six-figure income and I consider myself poor because the minute I get out of bed and fall down the stairs and break my leg and lose that job, I'm two paychecks away from being on the street and that's poor and I'm good with money and I'm a good investor, but I also, and maybe I'm being extreme, but I'm saying that I'm, nobody's untouchable, nobody. And, um, you know, so I, we're pissed off, we're hurting. And then they just keep us fighting one another. And that, and, and that's me. Imagine you and I grew up poor. You and I came from, uh, an area of Pensacola, New Jersey called Delaire. And, you know, it really sucks as an adult to realize, oh, kid. <laughs> like, shit. It took some, some grinding to get here to middle class city. And now looking back, I went, oh, shit. I was yeah. going like trash. We worked yeah. our asses off to be here. <laughs> worked our asses off. And, and no shade on our parents. They worked hard, you know. They work but hard. The, the, the whole point of it is, is that's, you know, if they have us fighting each other, then we're not fighting them. And yep. this whole thing can go full circle back to, you know, let's call it retail investments or retail investors. This is the whole thing. They want us to fight each other rather than all be unified. This is the whole, this is how the country has worked my whole life. They want us to yeah. fight each other rather than fighting against them because let's not see what they're doing. <laughs> it's much easier yeah. that way. Yeah, it's a hundred percent true. So that's why we fight and we're going to keep fighting. I was plugging so, in my uh, charger. So to recap, go ahead and buy yourself some AMC instant GameStop. <laughs> oh, <laughs> without we, question. Why uh, don't we tie what, in, uh, let's tie in. Hold up. Hold up. That is not financial advice, what he just said. That is his speculative opinion. My opinion that if if you want to make some money, then I think you you should go down that route. I want to to tie in in Loopring here and explain a little bit about Loopring uh, with this so the listeners understand. Okay. Um, Well, Loopring is, uh, as I mentioned earlier, you and I have been in crypto for um, a long time, for crypto a long time. And even that, we were kind of late to the party, you know, 2015-ish. But yeah. um, Loopring is probably the most exciting crypto I've personally paid attention to. Uh, and I've watched them all. And I do read white papers. And I try to educate myself as much as I can, at least have a working knowledge of what each one's up to, um, you know, all across different blockchains. You know, Ethereum is is my favorite blockchain. I, I like um, what Ethereum's done with their security um, and their decentralization. They really focus that, you know, I mean, I'm looking at Solana, I'm seeing what they're doing, but you know, that that's not decentralized and that's, that's defeating the purpose of crypto. You right. know? Well, anyway, so on the Ethereum blockchain is Loopring. Um, and Loopring is the first layer to, Layer, I'm getting like bad feedback. Okay, it stopped. The first functional um, layer two level of, of Ethereum and what it's going to do if we just 
boil it down to the basic, you don't have to understand crypto to understand this. It costs a lot of money in fees and it's slow um, to send anything across the Ethereum blockchain, or let's think of it as a network. Uh, and ERC-20, which are NFTs and exploding in popularity, are part of that. And it's very expensive. I may only pay $5 for an NFT, but to send it to my wallet, it's going to cost me $80. Right. And so that's, <laughs> that's a huge... Yeah, yep. it's a huge turnoff. That's a huge barrier for major implementation of Ethereum, for widespread adoption of Ethereum. And so along comes Loopring, and Loopring solves that problem while maintaining the security and decentralization that Ethereum is famous for. They basically augment Ethereum uh, with their layer two technology, which allows NFTs to be sent quickly and for a fraction of, you know, not even in the same ballpark, like, you know, pennies on the dollar type of uh, nominal. I think it was, it, I think it was uh, five times less is what they, what they quoted. No, it's, five it's, times it's less. even less than that. It's even less than that. Like, uh, it, you know, obviously we need to wait and see. I'd just be speculating, but you know, it, yeah. it's fractions. It's fractions for me to send any other crypto. If I want to send you Bitcoin, you know, well, other than the fact that it's Bitcoin, I barely pay attention. If I'm going to send you Dogecoin, I'm not going to pay attention to the transaction fee. It's so small, you know. Right. But with Bitcoin, any Bitcoin is Bitcoin, son. So I do pay attention. Like, so hold, hold, when you hold up, yeah, <laughs> when you see where that's going, you know, anyone that's getting into the cryptocurrency market and you know is interested in it, if if you're just going through like a, you know, a popular company that, you know, has a C and a B in it, <laughs> if you're going through a company like this, you're going to pay their fees. You're going to pay this, this big money. So with Loopring, they're basically cutting that down significantly yeah, but to make that's this just faster and cheaper. It's just yes. the beginning. And that's, and that's beginning. where we're at is the beginning All of right. this. It's like two fifty a, a coin right now. It's nothing. Well, $2. No, $2. Let's, let's give the rest of it. So that's just one aspect of Loopring. The other thing is Loopring themselves are a decentralized exchange. So you're going to be able to buy and sell through them just like you would the other I don't I don't see why we can't say their name, Coinbase. Um, just like you <laughs> use Coinbase, you can do that with, um, with them, with Loopring themselves. They're coming out with uh, a wallet to go with the launch of, of Layer 2 um, and um, zero-knowledge roll-ups and all this. But what, what's really cool is basically they are a platform for other companies to create NFT markets, meaning – it's, think of it as creating a, a crypto. Um, let's go with AMC. AMC establishes a market on Loopring that allows them to create and send NFTs. Well, so does GameStop. So does Blizzard Entertainment. So does they all run off of Loopring. And in order to participate in Loopring, they have to have skin in the game. They have to put up Let's say I'm Activision. No, I'm uh, yeah, I'm Blizzard. Whoever the fuck they are these days, I'm Blizzard. I am uh, running World of Warcraft, and I want to take advantage of NFTs. They're all the craze. They're only going to get better. That's the future economy of gaming. Um, 
So I create NFTs. Uh, one of them, let's say, is a really, really rare sword. Okay, it's the sword of a thousand truths. You have to, it's extremely rare. And when a player gets it, it's very valuable. And it has an NFT attached to it. So he can sell that or she can sell that uh, through um, Blizzard's NFT marketplace running on Loopring. He finds a buyer. They buy it. It gets sent. All of this is being done locally on Loopring. And now imagine how many companies are going to be one after the other jumping on board. All this metaverse shit. Okay. And now lastly, in order for those companies to participate on that network, on that market, it's like they're like an NFT stock market. They're like the New York Stock Exchange for NFTs. And in order to participate, in order to be quote unquote listed on that exchange, they have to put up, I think it was 250,000 LRC tokens, which is the governing token of Loopring is LRC. Right. And while this is not financial advice to anybody, I've I've been in crypto for a long time and I wake up in the middle of the night like like <sighs> panicking that I don't have enough loopering right now for two dollars and fifty cents or whatever it is. I got in when it was forty cents and I told as many people as I could about it. Some people jumped on board. Uh, Lee was one of them, made a ton of money. And in my speculative opinion, and I'm not giving financial advice, you ain't seen shit yet. As in, I'm so long on loopering, I'm saying thousands of dollars in five to seven years okay not everything is goddamn shiba inu not everything is just a (laughs) momentum wave that's going to take off okay have some goddamn discipline and some patience all right because ethereum was uh, was thirty dollars at one point god bitcoin was 10 cents but you got to be willing to hold okay so loopering you're seeing the birth of a major cryptocurrency this is not an altcoin this is not a shit coin this is not a mean coin this is fucking ethereum when ethereum came out because this unleashes ethereum this allows people to adopt ethereum um so in closing i am long on loopering <laughs> in closing if you're looking to know what to do with your money better, post believe, squeeze. It. better believe it at this point you cannot pry from my cold dead hands like I'll put it in my will. I mean that literally. You will not get my AMC shares, my GameStop shares, or my loop ring. Uh, they're just not for sale, man. I'm not stupid. I'm holding something very, very fucking valuable. Nope. And you guys can too. Just a couple clicks away. But that's not financial advice. You gotta get yourself sued. <laughs> this is not financial advice. Take your finger out of your ass. <laughs> Uh, this is not financial advice. It's my opinion. My dick don't work. And uh, just make sure you do your own research. <laughs> uh, all right, buddy. Well, it's been fun having you on the show. I really appreciate you coming on and uh, taking the time. Uh, do you mind if I uh, promote my uh, YouTube? Oh, yes, absolutely. All so, right. uh, yeah, yeah. We just we just did one yesterday. It was a blast. Yep. So, yeah, let's let's get it. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, there will be a, a link for your show on mine, um, and I'll, I'll send you a link to my channel. Um, yeah, so it, it's uh, Jersey Profit, two words, P-R-O-P-H-E-T, um, Jersey Profit. And um, yeah, it's, it, my channel is just a hangout. Uh, as I mentioned, you know, I'm a professor of psychology, so some of my videos, uh, we do some uh, what I call psychedelic psychology, uh, a little bit of spirituality, uh, a little bit of science little bit of um little young little 
you know, philosophy. Um, I love history and I love to do deep dives into sort of the uh, obscure stuff. Um, and, um, you know, just it, things that I find interesting, discussions of music, and of course, investing. Uh, you know, I, I do videos from the perspective of a psychology professor looking at, uh, and mental health um, administrator of just looking at um, the big picture of, of this play and trying to help people overcome some of the fear, uncertainty, and doubt. So, uh, yeah, hit me up. YouTube, Jersey Profit. His link will be at the bottom in my description. And uh, likewise. So, yeah, this is great, man. I appreciate you having, having, uh, having the time to come on and, and joining us. Awesome, man. Thanks for having me. Had a blast. And um, not financial advice. Go long, AMC, GME, and Looper. let's go all right right, everybody thanks for joining me the lee van dusen show i really appreciate it love you guys hope to see you soon bye 